You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Welcome to Because You Asked. I'm Annie Cyrus. Today on Because You Asked, I will be covering a very, very complicated question. What is a fatwa and how does it apply to Sharia? I'm sure most of you have heard of fatwa, but I'm sure most of you only know one meaning of it. The well-known meaning of fatwa is a bounty on somebody's head. So in West, when somebody says, I have a fatwa on my head, it means Muslims are after me to kill me. I'm actually one of those people. I have a fatwa on my head. Actually, I have four of them. Used to have five. One of the imams who issued mine died, so the fatwa died with him. Now I only have four. But that being said, there's actually a lot more into a fatwa than just a bounty on the head. And don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to explain it in a way that it's not a bad thing. Yes, it is horrible when there is actually someone out there who can just order a hit on you. But a fatwa, uh, which is also pronounced fatwa, is an Islamic ruling that happens by a very specific level of Islamic scholar or a sheikh as it's known. Fatwa didn't exist back in Muhammad's time. So it is not part of Islam, it's part of Sharia, which is Islamic laws. How a fatwa works is because Quran was written 1400 years ago and Muhammad was way long ago and life goes on and things evolve and you know, new situation, new technology, everything keeps changing, the scholars of Islam came up with the idea of a fatwa. So if there is a situation that there is no answer to or there is no actual permission for, then a scholar or a leader, a supreme leader, a leader of an Islamic state has the right to decide and rule on that situation. That's the basic of it. Now, where does he get the idea or how does he make that decision? First, he has to refer to Quran. If no answer is there, he will refer to Sunnah, which is a guide book of Muhammad's life. If no answer there, then he's going to move on to the previous scholars and sheikhs and imams and caliphs. And if no answer there, then he has the right to use what's known as a jihad. A shahad means use your own logic, your knowledge, and your power to make a ruling. That's how the process works. Now, there are five different categories that every fatwa will fall under. Number one, mandatory. You have to do it. Number two, completely equal. Hey, if you do it, you do it. If you don't do it, it's all right. Number three, permissible, which is the most popular one. If you do it, it's better. But if you don't do it, well, it's not going to basically make you a bad Muslim. Number four is the category known as it's better if you don't do it. But if you do it, you can actually ask for forgiveness. And number five, obviously, is a no, 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 no. If you do it, there's no coming back from it. These are the five categories. Now, for example, a fatwa on somebody's head 
goes under category of mandatory. As a Muslim, if your imam issues a fatwa on somebody's head, it is your obligation, it is your duty as a Muslim to kill that person. Because the reason your imam issued the fatwa is because that person is harming Islam or that person is disrespecting Allah or Muhammad. Then we have what's known as um, charity. Charity is one of those categories that, well, it's good if you do it, but if you don't do it, it's all right, which is the second category, right? And then we have things like leaving Islam. That goes on the fifth category. No, 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 no. You cannot do that. Now, those that go under a no, 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 and a yes, yes, yes category 99% of the time are coming from Quran. So the scholar is issuing that fatwa based on today's situation, but completely from verses of Quran. Those that goes under permis per permissible are those that are pretty much, you know, for example, can I use an iPad? Well, back in a the time, there was no such a thing as iPad. So the imam will say, yes, as long as you're not going to um, websites that are anti-Islam or propaganda against Islam or things like that. So you can do it, but there are filters involved. Now, here's the biggest problem that I personally have with existence of fatwa. At any moment, any time of the day, any country, an imam can actually issue any fatwa. He doesn't need to have proof for it. He doesn't need to have actual authorities for it. He can just issue it. Just like that. Tomorrow morning, an imam in America, Michigan, can wake up and say, guess what? Based on my knowledge and based on my logic, we need to just start killing all non-Muslims. And as simple as that, it becomes part of Sharia. It's an imam. He said it. And Muslims can easily follow that step. They can follow the fatwa. So it is a big issue to, to, to be there, the fact that they have this power. It could be terrifying. It could absolutely, um, let me give you an example. The latest fatwa that was issued in Islamic Republic of Iran by the supreme leader of the country was the fact that if you marry a woman and that woman has a girl that is not yours, obviously, from previous marriage, uh, and she's under age of nine, which is the legal age for a woman in Islam, you are actually allowed to have feelings for her and actually marry her. Do you see the extent of horrification of this fatwa? In Islamic Republic of Iran today, a man can fall in love with her infant stepdaughter and as soon as she turned nine, he can marry her. This is what a fatwa means. It's not just a bounty on people like me, head. It's not just a kill order. It's not just a jihad order. It goes beyond that. It's basically orders on, again, your every step of daily life. An imam 
can change your life as a Muslim or a non-Muslim. I'm not a Muslim, but my life has been changed with every fatwa that has been issued on my head. I don't have a control over it. I hope that answered that question. Thank you so much, Jennifer, for sending that question. You are one of my best people. You, ask, you definitely ask very, very, very detailed, important questions. Please remember, we are here to answer your questions. I am here to answer your Sharia-related questions. So don't hesitate. Go to our website, americantruthproject.org. Sign up for our newsletter so when I do answer your question, you will receive the email with the video link so you won't miss it. And also make sure to either send us your question via our social media. We are everywhere under American Truth Project. Or you can write to me directly at info at americantruthproject.org. Thank you. I'm Annie Cyrus. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.